0: Season two is all about rising from greatness to greatness. More on top of more on top of more. It's where we tap into everything your woman desires the money, the sex, the wealth, the power, the pussy desires. Start here and then come join us for season two. We're waiting. What if you knew how your partner was designed to communicate? What if your kids came with an instruction manual? We life together, work together, play together, and somehow we ended up here with a community of thousands of badass, beautiful women
1: who want more from
0: life than staying surface level. Welcome to the Spiritual Smackdown podcast. This is for the wild woman ready to rise. The woman ready to up-level her game in soul-driven business and elevate to the next level of her being.
1: This podcast is going to connect you with women who are out in the world having a massive impact.
0: This podcast is going to call on your truth.
1: This podcast is going to initiate massive breakthroughs in your life and business to bust through the
0: limits that are keeping you stuck exactly where you are right now. We're going deeper than surface level. We're going to the depths of healing to trigger your revolution. We're tapping into the struggles
1: of growing and operating six figure businesses, being totally broke and then rising to
0: riches. We're diving into the spiritual growth, getting clear on what you want, learning how to ask for it, owning your worth, gaining confidence, and becoming a total queen of pleasure to raise your vibe and magnetize your reality. We're
1: teaching you how to get strategically aligned in your business and challenging you to strip your business of all the weighted shoulds.
0: And then we're going to watch your bank account start growing with more ease than ever before.
1: So welcome to this space, a space for you to finally understand and celebrate
0: that where you are right now is the perfect place to rise. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes, fill your cup with coffee or wine, and come get real with us as we spit our truth and get ready to rise.
1: Guys, welcome back to the Spiritual Smackdown podcast with Robin Jack for the Wild Woman Ready to Rise. Today we're talking about one of our favorite topics human design. And we're talking about how you can use this modality and tool
0: inside your relationship. Well, relationships relationships, your family life, because this has been a massive tool. Robin and I have talked on the podcast before about how we've utilized human design in our business, in our partnership with each other, but it's also created massive shifts for us in our family life, in how I communicate with my husband and how I operate with my kids and really understanding how other people are designed to operate outside of my own human design has been so incredibly powerful.
1: Yeah. So one thing that's coming up even as we're just like starting this convo out is my expectations about Dunk, the way that he should be as a man, as an employee, as a dad, and learning his human design. I've never even tapped into Dunk's full chart. I've never even read the whole thing. But even just knowing his design, he's a projector, I'm a Manny Jen. Even knowing he's a projector has allowed so many of the expectations that I mean, expectations, we could do a freaking whole podcast episode on that. But it allowed my expectations to soften and for me to really feel compassion and a deep
0: respect for the way that he operates in so many ways. And I think because oftentimes we just assume other people are designed to operate the way that we do, that they think in the same way that we do, that they process emotions in the same way that we do, that they desire to communicate in the same way that we do. And you're literally not freaking energetically wired the same. So how can you expect that other person to do everything the exact same way that you do? or to even
1: understand you,
0: right? Because that
1: was a huge one for me. Like, how can you not understand this? How can you not get it? Well, truthfully, he is a completely different design than I am. He doesn't see things the same. He doesn't value things the same. He really, truly doesn't understand how I operate. And even like letting him off the hook for that and not expecting him to understand not trying to force him to understand has been so huge in the way I communicate with him. And in the way that I
0: don't like expect him to be there, but in the way that I allow him to show up. And here's the thing, like he doesn't have to understand, but also what if he like gets to understand? What if he really starts to understand and support you in how you're designed to operate? That's where I feel like human design has been such a gift when you all of a sudden allow the other person to be who they truly are, who they're designed to be, to live in their most authentic aligned state without needing them to be something different, without trying to force them to show up in a different way.
1: I was just going to say, and you stop beating them up for who they are not. Mm. right? Because that's such a thing. Those expectations that we carry or comparison, we see someone else's partner doing something and we wonder like, well, why isn't my partner doing that? Or why don't you act that way? Well, all of a sudden you have this roadmap, you have this outline of their design and you can really, I mean, it's so simple, you guys. It's not, you don't have to decode anything. You don't have to like learn how to speak a different language. It is literally so straightforward. And that's one of my favorite things things about this modality is, like I said, like all I know is that Dunk's a projector and I know enough about projectors to like exhale, to feel like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense all of a sudden.
0: That is one thing that I hear all the time from clients that I've done like relationship readings for or I've read their partner's charts. They're like, (gasps) oh, I get it. Like now I understand like why he operates in this way or like why we butt heads. This is like a huge one for my husband and I, like where we trigger each other, where like things don't flow for us. And when we could start recognizing that it was literally like our energies were coming together, our energies were being like smashed up against a wall together. We were able to take steps back in how we communicate and and understanding like we're both emotional authorities. So we both have huge waves of emotions and we would get into this like, Strong place where we would both be trying to like talk about our emotions, but at the same time, and we didn't ride our emotional waves. So, like, literally, it was fireworks. Now we understand that trying to force somebody to talk before they're ready is like completely out of alignment for us.
1: Yeah. And, You know, I'm listening to your story and I'm like, God, imagine the number of women who would benefit if they knew how their partner wanted to communicate, like when it was best for them to make a decision, right? So often we bring something to the table, we come to our husbands with an idea or with this, you know, last minute spontaneous opportunity, or we're asking them for something and we're sitting there like, you know, time's ticking, waiting for them to respond. And not only respond, but to thoughtfully respond. Like we want our partners to process what we're saying. We want them to really feel into it and get it. But on our timeline, like, no, no, babe, like, but now, you know, like, I'm not going to give you a minute to sit with this. Like, I want to know now, you know, and then when they don't show up in that way, we get frustrated or we feel let down or we feel like they just don't understand us. But the thing is, you guys, everyone Everyone is designed to digest information differently. Everyone is designed to respond in different situations differently. So... When you learn this about your partner, all of a sudden, you can deliver your message. You can deliver your question or even your celebrations differently in a way that allows your partner to have the space they need to support you or to answer you or to celebrate with you in the way that you're truly, truly, truly desiring them to. And this has been a huge... The celebration for Mm. me has been fucking huge. Like forever, I was like, why don't you celebrate with me? Like, why don't you hoot and holler and raise the roof and like have a dance party with me in the way that I want you to. And honestly, learning about human design has allowed me to understand that the way it's like if I want Dunk to celebrate with me, I have to deliver the information in a way that allows him to celebrate in his way. Like I can't force him to have the same energy about a situation that I do because he just – he doesn't
0: have that. Well, we process information differently. Mm -hmm. And this is even leading into like processing information. Some people are designed to be certain about things. Other people are not designed to be certain. So oftentimes when we're doing things, we're waiting for our partner. We're waiting for our partner to be 100% certain. We're waiting for all these things to happen. We're waiting for our husband maybe to get that uh aha feeling, that like gut response. We're all designed differently. So what's working for you isn't necessarily working for them. So when you really get to marry your two energies together, when you get to look at their chart and your chart and understand where you each step into your power, where you each take on other energy, you can actually both come to like conversations from this place of this like deep knowing of yourself, but also this deep knowing of the other person. That for me is what creates like a lot, has created a lot of harmony and a lot of peace in my marriage. Mm, That sounds just so nice. Who doesn't want harmony in their marriage, you know?
1: And the example that's coming up for me, you know, I imagine, and this used to be us like when you're trying to pick what to have for dinner or the restaurant to go to.
0: I was literally up just going to say that because I was going to say the probably the thing that created the most harmony and peace in my marriage was to not like, I used to think we we're going to get divorced over dinner time. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like hands up if you can relate to that. Like, what do you want for dinner? Well,
1: I don't know. What do you want for dinner? I don't fucking know. Can you just be a man and like own up and choose the goddamn restaurant because we think it's romantic. We think they're like taking charge and treating us to like, oh, let me surprise you with this great restaurant. Well, heads up, ladies, half of your men aren't designed to make decisions that way. So you putting them on the spot to show up and deliver a straightforward, on the spot, instantaneous surprise, like, yep, I got you, babe. Let me let me handle this. You're actually demasculating them emasculating, demasculating, both and or, you're taking away their ability to make a decision. You're taking away how they feel about themselves, their confidence, their masculinity, because you're putting them on the spot to show up in a way that they're not actually designed to show up. So they're there like scrambling, feeling like, oh my God, now she's gonna think I'm an idiot or I just can't make a decision. And you're, honestly, I hate to say this, but it's a form of bullying. Could you imagine someone putting you in that position when you're not designed to be that way like you're literally reducing
0: how they feel as a
1: human being
0: oh that just feels like a huge like womp to me Mm -hmm.
1: well and this used to be my thing like my husband's a projector and projectors are designed to work you know like five hours a day and i used to put all this this was really early on in our relationship I was really just learning about the patriarch and the par- like the current paradigm we're in of like you know my old definition of success that was you get to the top of the ladder you're the boss you make the most money like of course you apply for the promotion you know what I didn't know about my husband a decade ago was that he was a projector and I wish that I had because I put all of these expectations on him to want to excel in his career, to want to work more, to want his boss's job, you know, and looking back now that I know he's a projector and that he's designed to work five hours a week, I'm like, no freaking kidding. He doesn't value work the same way I do. He's not here to generate his own energy, to want to work all the time, to constantly be inspired, to to create, to get ahead, to build this epic career. That's me me that's in my
0: design that's not in his design and he can still build and have like the epic career and have all of those things but it's going to look a different way than what it looks like for you is the thing mm-hmm. so it's not like oh he's a projector he's designed to work five hours a week that means he's just Better like, let him retire yeah no that's not it at all the thing is when he's like lit up about the thing that he's doing when he's living in alignment with his like projector self he can like create wild massive success in his four or five hours a day
1: Yeah. And I love to let him now or like not let him, but I encourage him now. Like, why don't you like skip out of work early and like try and go for some ski runs or try and get in a bike ride before you go to work. Whereas before I would look down on that almost and be like, why are you so lazy? You know, like, why don't you want to work 10 hour days? And because we identify that with such a factor of, or I used to, I used to identify that
0: with such a factor of success. And so interesting because the way for him to like really love you as like a man,ny gen and generators who are designed to be busy is to allow you to be busy, Mm -hmm. you know, to really support you in in the work that lights you up. And he fights that a lot, Mm -hmm. even now, Mm -hmm. right? And he hasn't actually learned much
1: about human design. So as we're sitting here, I'm like, well, he should join our masterclass because what happens a lot, you know, is then I... I desire to work all the time. Work gives me energy. Work it like, you know, and this is what my partner doesn't really understand is that work for me is also a hobby. It gives me life, right? That's not the case for him and his design, so it's really hard for him to understand that. And then I get a lot of like, well, why don't you take a day off and go skiing or why don't you stop writing so much, put your journal down, go roll on that tennis ball, go do this, go do that, and I'm like I understand what this must look like from your perspective. You know, I get that it looks like I'm just doing too much, but this actually is like Shakti for me. This is fire in my soul. This is my life force. And like, yes, the reminder to go skiing. Yes, the reminder to roll on a tennis ball and go do my thing is awesome and incredible. And I do need that too. But he'll never understand
0: the burning fire I get in my belly from doing this work. Not never. Once he understands your human design, he really has the ability to get it. He won't feel it the that's way you I feel mean. it. That's what yeah. I mean.
1: He won't feel he, he it.
0: Won't, and that's the thing. He won't feel it. But all of a sudden, he'll understand you. He'll be like – he'll have those like aha moments because mm-hmm. I've seen clients have it a million times. And this is what happened for my husband and I. We both had our charts read and we listened to each other's human design. And all of a sudden, we're picking out things that we're like, oh, like get it. Get it, get it. It was like so much, like, yes. And it was so much, it just brought so much awareness. Mm -hmm. And this is why for our masterclass, I'm so excited. Like, I know that a lot of our listeners have tapped into human design with us and really have started to like step into alignment in their own design. But I'm really excited for our masterclass to take it to that next level where you get to understand all of the designs. You get to understand like your partner's design, your kid's design. And then you'll be able to look literally at people's charts and be like, okay, I see where where our energies like are not lighting up, I see how we can shift things so we can both be living as our most truest selves, that we can both be living in alignment. Mm -hmm.
1: Even imagine like knowing your parents design, right? Like your mom calls you 50 times a day and you're like, God, mom, like take a break, right? Like give it a rest. Learning how people are here to communicate, learning how, you know, people like people are holding expectations of you that frustrate you, that annoy you, that make you feel less than, that make you feel guilty and bring shame on. But the truth is it all lives in your design, right? Once you understand like, okay, she wants to talk 50 times a day because she needs that affirmation. She needs that deep connection. You can really start to hone in on the designs of you and your closest people to
0: really start to understand such a relief, Oh, my gosh. Well, even like communication, the one thing like going back to the dinner example, this is what saved us really understanding that many gens and generators, they really respond well to yes and no questions. So now instead of asking my husband, what do you want for dinner? I'm like, do you want sushi? Do you want pizza? Do you mm-hmm. want, you know, whatever it is? Do you want to go to this specific restaurant? Then he has the chance to respond with his uh-huh or his uh-uh, his sacral energy. I cannot even tell you the amount of fights that have stopped happening. Yeah, They don't exist anymore over this because I know how to ask him questions in a way that he's literally designed to respond to. And I, both my kids, well, both my kids,
1: Winnie can't talk yet, but Wave, they are both Manny Jen's. And with Wave, I used to do, you know, just give her too many choices. And now I give her like two yes or no options. And like, if she says no to both of them, I ask her again. And like, I really allow her to tap into that sacral. I'm not going to give her 18 options for dinner. You yeah. know, I'm like, do you want, do you want broccoli? No. Do you want carrots? No okay, let's try this again. Do you want broccoli? No. Do you want carrots? No. Okay. Well, those are the choices. So do you want broccoli? Okay. Yeah. I'll have broccoli. Right. But rather than being like, do you want broccoli or carrots? It would
0: take her 18 minutes to answer that question and she would land on peppers. Yeah. It puts her energy system into overwhelm, Mm -hmm. which I know can sound crazy that it's that simple, but there are pieces of your human design. I mean, and there are so many layers of human design. There's so many cool things that we'll get into in terms of like, where your like, sense of self-worth lies, where your fears lie, but there are so many pieces that you can implement right away in your human design, like yes, no questions. But again, not for everyone. I don't respond to yes, no questions. I don't feel that like, uh-huh, uh-uh, in my body.
1: What does it feel like if Craig or even
0: I am like, do you want to go to Saha for lunch? It can be like, yeah, sure. But it's not this like not this feeling of energy like, yes, or no for me. Right. Yeah. It's more like even more like, oh, okay, sure. That's sounds yeah. fine. But I could also say, do you want to go to Joe Pesso's? And you also might be like, yeah, sure. Or you could just be like, hey, where do you want to go for lunch? And I'm like, this is where I want to go. You are decisive that way, actually. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure I am. Sure I am. But for a while, I, st- I stopped being decisive because then I felt like I was always making the decision. So I go into place like, can't you just decide for once where we're going for freaking dinner? Right. Like you would put that on someone else. Yeah, I put that on Craig all the time because right. I felt like I was always making those like decisions. plans. Yeah.
1: Well, and you so said this back. for your birthday, right? For your birthday, you were like, I just don't want to plan. And Craig was probably like, oh, God, now I have to make all these plans. Do you know what
0: <laughs> interesting? Talk me.
1: What is she going to say about this place I choose? Did I get it right?
0: I did do that for my birthday. I was like, I just don't want to plan. But I left him with some options that he could say yes or no to. Oh, of course you did. Got it. Yeah, and we had an incredible 24-hour getaway without our kiddos. Awesome.
1: so smart. Okay, one other story before we wrap up. I just want to share this because, you guys, being a mom is, you know – When we started out the podcast with the question, like, what if your kids had an instruction manual? I'm like, yes, please. You know, how much simpler would it be if I could just look up an index of all the ways that I could mother wave differently? You know,
0: I got to say this before you dive in. Literally, when I was at the bike park with her yesterday, I was like, yep, this girl has no fear gates active and I could see it
1: in her. So this is what I'm going to talk about, okay? Because you guys, this has been one of my coolest experiences with human design. My daughter is like a 17-year-old boy with zero inhibitions. Like she's like the biggest ramp up there with the biggest drop. Like, yep, take me to that one. Like sees it and wants it. Guys,
0: I literally said to her yesterday, she did that and I was like, and dunk was on his way I was like can you wait to do that again until your dad gets here yeah she's three okay so my this
1: is my experience with wave there's a rock wall at the gymnastics like at the community center here there's moms like holding their kids bums like other three-year-old girls like holding their kids bums up as they like learn how to climb this rock wall my wave starts at one end like scales up to the very top of the wall and traverses the entire 20-foot wall, like waiting for kids to get out their way, like buoyantly, simply like stretching her limbs. And it's insane. She has zero fear. And I've watched her develop this since she was, you know, three months old. She was rolling over when she was three weeks and crawling when she was four months and walking when she was 10 months. And anyways, When Jack and I read her charts, Jack was like, oh my God. She's like, Wave literally has, like, I've never seen this before. And Wave has, like, zero fear gates. So your fear gates are innate fears, like things that we're all afraid of. I think there's nine different fear gates. Like These are fears like fear of failure, fear of never being enough, fear of being abandoned, like all these innate fears that you may not even consciously know you have, but they're like literally buried deep within your soul. They prevent you from acting certain ways. They prevent you from starting a side hustle, right? So your fear gates give you great insights on where you can actually lean in and harness your fears to create in your life.
0: Yeah, because when you're able to step into those fears and recognize that they're real fears, but they're not your truth, and you can step into those fears, you unlock next level desire and potential.
1: Yeah. So when I hear this about wave, like, oh, yeah. So wave has zero fear gates. Number one, I was like, oh, my God, my life is going to be a nightmare. Like, what does this even mean? You know, we live in Whistler. She's in ski school. She's starting bike camp. Like there are cliffs and drops and bridges and jumps and like she will go for it, you know. So my first initial reaction was fear, my own fear insecurities of like, how am I going to harness this? What do I do? And
0: then I was like, okay, you know what, what a gift to know this. How can I embrace this? Because exactly. here's the thing. And this is what's huge for me. And I think it's so cool that we get to raise our kids with awareness of their human design is that well? she doesn't have active fear gates, that means she has open energy there. So she can also adopt and be really conditioned to take on other people's fears. So if you're not aware that this fear doesn't naturally live in her and you put your fears on her, she will like soak them up like a sponge. Yes. And
1: I do not do that at all. Moms look at me like I'm freaking batshit crazy. But like when she's climbing that rock wall, I am across the room sitting on a bench just watching, witnessing, here for support, cheering her on. But like I know that if I put my fear in her and if I tell her to be careful or if I tell or to slow down or whatever, then she is going to embrace that fear and it's going to become hers. So at the bike park, when she, if you guys follow me on my personal Instagram, you probably saw this because I was all on video. But when we were at the bike park, the first time she ever asked me to ride, like it's like 13 year old boys in full face gear, right? Like full shoulder pads, like rocking this ramp and wave was like that one. I want that, like, I want to do that ramp. I almost like the words were coming out of my mouth. And I was like, no, baby, like you can't. And then I was like, no, like, who am I to tell you you're not able to do that? Who am I to define your fears for you? Because that's not the type of mother I want to be. And it's not the type of wife I want to be or the type of woman I want to be as a leader. Right? So learning, about other people learning about my kids, learning about my husband has allowed me to support others, has allowed me to love unconditionally without my like holding my expectations over them. And this has been such a cool example for me. I was just like, "You know what? Let's rock
0: this." You're allowing them to show up as themselves, and the cool thing is, they're not going to have all these like conditioned behaviors, beliefs to work through as they're older because you're allowing them to be themselves. Mhm what a powerful gift.
1: So you guys learning your own human design, an incredible level of insight into yourself, like hello, learning your soul's energetic blueprint, understanding how you can best communicate, make decisions and embrace your own gifts. But also what a freaking gift to be able to tap into this level of understanding and knowing all of those people that you love the most. How are you supporting your kids? How could you support your kids better? How could you give your partner the space to be themselves
0: and to liberate them inside your relationship? When I look back at 2019, I can 100, 1000% say, hands down, the gift of human design in my marriage, in how i mother, in my personal life, in our business was the biggest gift I took from 2019. And so excited that for those of you guys who are on this journey with us, who are wanting to learn more about human design, who are gonna pop into the masterclass, it is gonna be your biggest gift of 2020.
1: Yeah, and just keep following along. You, you know, we talk about human design a lot. We It gets incorporated into a lot of our conversations. So uh, we hope that this tool can serve you and benefit you in your relationships in 2020 and moving forward. And like Jack said, we'll pop the link to the masterclass in our show notes so hop into there if you're looking to use this modality in your relationships and in life yourself we love you guys so much thanks for joining us again for the spiritual smackdown podcast share 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 with your community if you loved this episode and share with your partner if you're like hey boo maybe you could learn about this so uh, we could love each other a little better Thank you so much for joining us today. There really is nothing better than bringing a group of grown-ass women together. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and come get real with us every week as we spit our truths and get ready to rise.
0: And if you know other women down to get real, please do us a favor and share this episode on the socials. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at ForTheWildFemme so we can give you a shout out. Instagram is
1: definitely our favorite place to hang. So come join the combo there. And we'll see you back here each and every Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. Get ready to rise. Love you, ladies. If you resonated with the messages in this podcast, we would love if you left us a review on iTunes or if you shared this with your community. You can tag the Femme Podcast. On Instagram. If you're wanting to take this work just a little bit deeper, hop inside the weekly. Every week we meet, we've got guest coaches covering a wide array of topics on personal growth, development, to really help you sink into living your best life, to curating the lifestyle that really sets your soul on fire. And choose what you pay. So you can pay whatever you like, $11, $33, or $77 for the entire month month. You also get access to all of the recordings. Go take advantage every single month. We also donate part of the proceeds to a change-making organization. So while you are giving back to yourself and really connecting yourself with an incredible community, you're also giving back to the world. So we love you so much. We can't wait to see you inside that community to make change, to spark Uh, more collective love together. And as always, we're so appreciative for you and we love you so much. So thanks for listening and we'll see you right back in this same place next week.